What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode of the Always Chillin' Podcast. Skinny D in the Sandman in the barbershop once again. Um, yeah, so I was telling you, I was texting you, um, I think I want to like basketball a lot more than I do. It's a good sport to get yeah, into. Yeah, I went to uh, went to the Husker game yesterday, Ohio State, with my wife, my mom and dad, some cousins with me there. Whole um, squad, huh? Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of us. Uh, brother couldn't come because he has COVID. Oh. It's gotta be. It's like the fifth time he's had COVID, dude. He keeps like going on cruises and stuff, and it's like, oh well, shit, bro. You yeah. gotta, you gotta kind of just tone it down right now, man. You gotta get COVID from Shit's that. Still dog. real in the field. You get COVID from that. Uh, so hopefully he's doing all right. But you he didn't where it started. He on didn't the get to come. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> but he didn't get to come to the basketball game. But it was really fun, man. And they beat the brakes off Ohio State. They didn't just beat them, man. They yeah, it's pretty good. Started yeah. out it looked, the first five minutes or so. I was like. I don't know anything about basketball, but this we're playing some bad basketball. That's what I said. I said uh, I think old Fred uh, Hoiberg, uh, he, he finally got some dogs on on yeah, that squad. Yeah, they, got, they played really. They played really well. Hoiberg's kid, he's like little he, pit bull. He's a hustler. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's uh, got he's got hustle in him. What do you call that guy on the football team? A u- utility a hustle back? player, a utility guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Coach's son. He's a gadget player. Coach's son. I think there was another one, a twin. Yeah, but he like busted his shit, and he was like. He was like holding his head for a long time, and I'm like, "Fucking boys, crack." Yeah, same here. I'm, yeah, like, same here I'm like, I'm like, where's, I'm like, where's Fred at? Because he's sitting there like, for a long time, dude. I'm like, where's Fred? And he's over there like drawing on his whiteboard. I'm not dad right now, homie. Yeah, like, and I was like, I was like, <laughs> man, I'm I, coach. I was like, man, I guess <laughs> we pay motherfuckers to come over here <laughs> yeah, and look at you, yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm trying to get this dub, motherfucker. Yeah, and he did, dude. Whatever he drew on that whiteboard, it was like. Score more points or something. Get your shit together, son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to coach your game. Yeah, but his kid, he's a. I think he only had like he scored like one free throw. I think was he had one point for the day. But hey, man, goes on the scoreboard. Yeah, goes on the scoreboard. Yeah, but he he had the ball a lot. Was he a guard? I don't even know. Not a big guy. No, he's not he's even small. six foot. The whole team's pretty small, man. Um, but you can kind of tell, but that's why they shoot a lot of threes, I guess. Yeah, you get that perimeter that heavy, quickness. Yeah. You know, everybody probably can handle the ball, and yeah. I, and, and that and that's where that's even where the NBA is going. They want yeah. all five guys to be able to handle the ball. All five guys got to be able to make a play. Well, the dude that was he drained like five or six threes in a row. That uh, European guy. Yeah, and I think they they bought him. I think he just joined the team too, mm-hmm. not too long ago. Yeah, but he's like he's huge. He's like the biggest guy on the team. And I was six like, eight, six nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, damn. Usually, they call it. They call it. Uh, they call it small ball. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your your yeah, big lineup, yeah. and then you got your small ball lineup. But I'm seeing yeah. even the it's a. I don't know if you can call it a trend or if that's just a new wave. But you see, a, even the NBA, like guys ain't as guys ain't as big anymore. Everybody's skilled. Everybody has, like I said, everybody on the floor has to be able to make a play. I think what's the what's the uh, what's the little Tamanaka? Yeah, yeah. Can Tommy Nogan, and yeah. and he in his style of play, mm-hmm. man, said he might fuck around and get drafted. He's good, man. I mean, I tell her, I just he had a couple really good shots last night. Told a kid the other day. I mean, Fred Ho- Fred Hoiberg played in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember his college career. I mean, the dude was was Steph Curry before he, Steph Curry. He played at Nebraska, Iowa State. Oh. I, he's actually from Lincoln. I remember playing him in freshman year, summer league. I think he played for Pius. I think. 
and I think his dad was a senator or something. His dad was a politician. It looks like something. It. That's where he got the nickname, the governor. And I think his dad's career took him to Iowa. Mm, okay. So he pretty much grew up in Iowa and played played Makes at sense. Iowa State. And believe it or not, man, Iowa State, man, they 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 were something to deal with in the old Big Twelve. I believe it. They kind of basketball wise, they kind of ran the Big Twelve. Yeah, I believe it. Um, he played. I think it was injuries. You know what I'm saying? That kind of you know plagued his NBA career. But like I said, he was Steph before Steph. Like he was, it was draws if he got the ball. I can't remember who. I think it was Minnesota who he last played for. Yeah, I think it was Minnesota. I think he coached for Chicago. I think he took the. I think I think he took the Bulls even to the playoffs. I think D Wade was even on that squad. I don't think D Wade played a whole lot on that squad. I think he was on the he end did. of his career, but he was on that squad. He did play for. Minnesota. He took a, he took and a mediocre he, Bulls team to the playoffs. He looks pretty good for fifty one, man. Hey man, check Honestly. me out, dog. Check me out, man. That, that Gen X shit, man. Yeah, like, this, like this is his University of Nebraska headshot. Yeah, man. From just a couple years ago, he, yeah, man. he looks good. Yeah, man. That's that Gen X shit, baby. Yeah, yeah he played for Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. Nothing crazy. He was, uh, I guess it was. There's only one season on here. I don't know. If well, I guess, I guess I'm season. saying all that to say this: the NBA pipeline is, is, is. Oh no, he was in the NBA for a while. That was just the one. It was his last season. It was 2004, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the he, NBA uh, pipeline is there. He was with the the Pacers from ninety five to two thousand. Mm. Then he was with the Bulls yeah. from two thousand to two thousand three. Uh, let's see. Let me look at his best season. He had a season where he was putting up nine points a game, four rebounds a game, three assists a game. Ain't bad for so, a I mean, that's, white dude. In the NF, in the NBA, dog, that's I mean, shit. That's more it, than you know everybody how, else. How hard it is to get a deuce in the league? Mm-hmm. It's not as easy as you think. That's yeah, pretty good. It's, it's it's not easy to get a deuce in college, let alone NBA. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so shit, he had what eight, eight, what a good eight year run in the NBA. Yeah. Well, he has relationships with NBA people, for sure. Yeah. And these kids know that. Mm-hmm. That's attractive. Other than the campus and you know what you got to offer, hey, coach knows D Wade. Coach, coach played in the in the league. You know what I mean? Those those relationships are are still there, and these kids know that. They know they can come here, and if they're a dog, he can send the word upstairs mm-hmm. and 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 get, at least get them a path. I, I see a I see a couple potential guys. I think he finally got the pieces. He, he yeah, I mean they he, they look pretty good. They got some good players, man. His seat is is cooled all the way down. I think. I think so too. Yeah, but beating number one team. And you're that. beating, and and that's the thing. Like he's beating like Michigan State's, the Indiana's. You know what I mean? And beating them, bro. You're beating basketball schools. Yeah. Like when you, you when you're like I used to get nervous playing Michigan, Michigan State. I used to get nervous as fuck. Indiana, I'm like, oh shit, they, we about to get our back every, stomped out. Like we beating these motherfuckers. Every conference game's tough, man. It's Big Ten. I mean, going to Northwestern and winning that's hard too. Big Northwestern, Big Ten football, Big Ten basketball, because the Big Ten is the granddaddy of them all. Every team's tough. Like every, every team is tough, there ain't bro. No easy teams. There's no easy team, especially Big Ten basketball. Big Ten football is kind of mm. basketball feels a lot more like anybody can beat anybody, and you can. It feels yeah. like there's less, yeah. there's a yeah. lot less yeah. parity in basketball. Yeah, a lot less. 
a 0 and 12 team can come in and mm-hmm. and smoke a 12 and 0 team. It feels like there's always like a you know a Cinderella like a Cinderella run in the tournament. Right. Like right. I don't I don't know that that would go so well in the in college football. No. Like if they did like James Madison was like we're undefeated, you should let us in the playoffs. Like I think they did <laughs> let James Madison in the playoffs. It's like getting blown out. Nah, y'all wouldn't in <laughs> like, nah. a Cinderella run happen. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Like yeah. the uh I can't remember what the name of the guy's podcast is, but he said the top WNBA team against the number one high school basketball team in the nation. What do you think? Which I'm like, damn, that's that's kind of hard. It's probably the WNBA team. I would think probably like easy. I would think because even think. even on the top. High school team, not all those kids are going to go to the NBA. Not all those kids are going to go to college. Probably one right. in seven. In high, if we break that down, yeah. what do they say? One in a million goes pro? Yeah, mm-hmm. probably probably even more than that. We got to break it down to, to, to even high school. I think I just read this the other day or I might have been watching it. Even one in seven high school kids, D1, it, I, I think it was at least. No, I think it was D1, D2, D3. Because that was the topic of discussion. Like, even if you make it to D one, D two, D three, in my opinion, you're still a fucking stud. Yeah, it's still college ball. It is. So WNBA against the number one boys high school. I would think them WNBA girls would run them kids out. Of I mean, the they'd have to. They're better shooters. Like, I don't know. They actually went through college. They got mm-hmm. that coaching. Well, and they're. Sm- like smarter, they know they they'll be running better plays. I always, I always, if you want to learn, like if you want to learn how to play basketball, like really learn how to play basketball, like the fundamentals, crispy passes, get your picks, be in your spots. I always say watch female basketball, you know, because they ain't flying and jumping, and you know, like you know, like if you got ups in in in, in men's basketball, that's it. Like you can't dribble the ball three times to get to the basket, but if he can jump, oh fuck it, he's on the squad. Where them girls, you know what I mean? They ain't they ain't doing that. So they gotta be crispy with everything. I always said if you want to learn how to play ball, watch them girls play. Uh, let me look up this gal's name. To, they just uh, play different to give her props. The uh... and shit, you got Nikki Griner. She's fucking six nine too. <laughs> you know what I mean? What you gonna do? Your tallest kid maybe. Six five. Uh, women's women's college basketball just had their first in game dunk. I think did I see that? It was a it was a lady that plays for South Carolina. How uh, tall is she? I'm googling it right now because I want to give her. Uh, she's under six five. She's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> she's strong. But this, all this says there's dunks in, I saw a thing on like, yeah, here it is. First Ashland. female dunk I remember was Tamika Holesclaw, Tennessee, Univer- Tennessee University. In game, I think she was about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, six, I think she may even. Maybe it was just in. Oh, it might have just been the first uh, the first female to dunk in South Carolina history. Oh, in South Carolina. Not in history ever. Who was the, the first thing, girl to dunk? The was thing, it Tamika Holesclaw? The, the thing that it? I saw made it seem like it was the first dunk that has ever happened. I think the f- 
first professional dunk in the NBA, NBA. I think it was WNBA, was Lisa Leslie. I could be wrong. I was watching that game, actually. But I think the first female I ever saw dunk in game was a chick by the name of Tamika Holtzclaw. Let's see. First women. Who was the first female to, like, punch it in game? I feel like I should know this. Uh, George Ann Wells. George Ann Wells. Who she play for? West Virginia. What year? 82 to 86. Really? I was a little dude. Yep. Really? She was the first one to dunk. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, this other one, Ashlyn Watkins. She was, she was the first dunk, I guess, in South Carolina history. Seems less impressive. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got misinformed by Instagram. I mean, chick's been dunking for a minute now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, South I don't, Carolina I'm not really history, sure. I'm I not, guess, for South Carolina fans, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not sure. Like, I was on Instagram, and it was, like, it was this post. Like, <laughs> Ashlyn Watkins, first dunk. I'm like, okay, cool. What are they, the Gamecocks? Go, go Cox. <laughs> yeah, the Gamecocks. All right. Yeah, but I'm taking the WNBA. Yeah, it says it's a historic dunk. Why is it historic? What did she dunk on somebody? Shit, we all, I almost got to see this. She became the first college woman to dunk in a game at Colonial Life Arena in Columbia. Ah, uh, so like the first one to dunk in a game at that arena. You know, like it's that. I feel like that's one of them bullshit. That bullshit. Like announcers got to say like 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 shit. Like uh, in two thousand eight, this team was two and zero oh in the rain. You know, and it's fucking twenty twenty four now. They're like, like that ain't the fucking same team. You just, <laughs> you just filling in Seems air, motherfucker. Right. Like, what does that mean? They do have 20 like years later. The NFL does always have like uh, he's he's six and ten when they're when they're trailing at halftime and they're playing in a dome. Right, man. These <laughs> these are not the same dudes. Let me look at let me look at some. Most uh, obscure just saying shit. ESPN facts. Just saying shit. Eight weirdest things. Nebraska is six and zero oh in the snow, dating back to nineteen seventy. <laughs> some of these motherfuckers is dead. You talking about motherfuckers? Stupid uh, ass, see. stupid ass stats. ESPN's stupidest stats. Scared into it. <laughs> Let me see if this is. I do think we're gonna see Victor Wimbenyama score 100 points, though. I think the NBA is gonna be. I think they're setting it up for it to happen. Since a lot of people don't believe Wilt did it. I think this younger generation. It's kind of hard to. For some reason, this is like a weird topic to find. There's not like a list of obscure stats. Really? Let's see. There's no category for that? Well, you'd think somebody would have a post. What was the most useless stat to come? Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Oh, this isn't even specific. Most useless NBA stat we've ever seen. These aren't specific. Dude, I thought I thought for sure there would be like a huge list of like here's all the dumb shit that ESPN's here we go. Yeah, 
they're posting stuff like first team in NBA history to trail two and zero in consecutive NBA finals. That's a good These, stat. Uh, that's kind of a good stat though. It's kind of like it sucks for them. It's kind of stupid though, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of stupid. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude. It's like, wait. Like, all these posts are about dumb ESPN stats, but they're not. Matter of fact, check out... Uh, I'm going to go way off topic. Okay, this one, this one's okay. Uh, Jimmy Butler is the first player to outscore, out-rebound, and out-assist LeBron James in a finals game, including LeBron James' teammates. That's confusing. Yeah, that one's like, I don't even understand what... Like he's supposed to outscore the bench, or, or like he's supposed <laughs> right. to outscore everybody but LeBron. Like right. he, he, that's yeah. LeBron, and yeah. you're the star of that team. Yeah, but yeah, I think we can figure that out, homie. The fuck, that's confusing right now. Yeah, I don't know. but yeah, let me go way off topic. While you own the keys over there, look yeah, up. Yeah, do, uh, do that. Uh, Pakistan and India's uh, border uh, dance. Tell me if that ain't some dope ass shit. Border uh, dance. That's why I was talking about borders earlier. I think we should do this with Mexico and Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to describe it to you. Pakistan and India's border dance. All right. So so far, so see how they doing them kicks and shit. I, I'm gonna. I actually might not describe it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you watching it? You see it. <laughs> I don't know how to go about. <laughs> I don't know how to go about describing. Is that it. not some fly shit, dog? Yeah. Well, I haven't even gotten to the dance part. I'm just like, I don't want to say the wrong thing, you know. I don't want to describe people and be insensitive about like, well, if something they're wearing. Or something. If you're talking about the porn stashes, <laughs> no, it's required. <laughs> and the, both their militaries the are required to wear mustaches. Like they're wearing like these. They're wearing these like hats, and I don't want to like make fun of the hats and have it be some like. What we call it? Uh, Super duper important. headdress. The hat. You got these fancy headdresses. Yeah. They they just like oh, you can watch too. Mm. They just like do it at each other. Mm, mm, yeah. This mm. is like, yeah. What's the point of this? I wonder. We'll look it up after this. <laughs> That'll be easier than finding a dumb stat. But I swear, dude. Every time I'm watching football, they talk about like he's when it's raining, he loses he loses this many games as opposed to when he's not raining or like when when they have. Two running backs with fifty yards each, and one receiver with a hundred yards. They win ninety percent. That's a lot of, of yards, y'all. Well, you better right. fucking well, win. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of yards. Like, bro. I don't know why it's so hard to find any examples of them on Google, why, but I swear, like I swear, there's always like you had two. There's backs. always a bunch of weird fucking stats. And then they open the gate and everything. I thought the gate was gonna stay closed. It was like a. No, man, they no. open the gate. They like go shake. The shake fuck is hands. the point of this? It's like a ceremonial thing. Probably. It's just like the country's it's just peace. like tradition at this like, time. I'm cool with you, dog. You're cool with me. So if they don't do it, it's like. It's just one day, just don't do it. Yeah. I don't know. They do this every day? Every day. No. Every day, bro. I'm going to Google this. They lower the flags at the but, same time. I'm going to Google why they. Oh, it's like the flag raising and shit. I see. Close the gate. Bam! Bam! Oh, I didn't have the music in my video. I didn't. Every fucking day. Every day, bro. Dude, let's check it out. Get out of here, Fred. Holy word. Do that shit. Do that shit with Mexico. Uh, India. <laughs> Canada seems kind of boring, man. Like they know how to dance, I think. Okay. 
Let's hopefully they'll tell me how to pronounce this. It's called the uh, Atari Waga Border Ceremony. Atari Waga. Uh, it's the lowering of the flag ceremony. It's called the Atari how, Waga. Just say how long they've been doing it. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, probably, but uh, so Atari is the name of uh the village in India that this is happening in. Okay. And then Waga is the village. Oh, okay. In I get Pakistan. it. Pakistan. So it's the Atari Waga. Kind of like the Mexicali thing. Yeah. 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 Um. So it's at the Atari Waga border. Um. They've been doing it since 1959. Uh, it's an elaborate and rapid dance-like maneuver, raising your legs as high as possible. Uh, it's been described as colorful. That's a good way. I should have said colorful. That would have been a good way to describe it. That would have been a dope word. Um, exact word. Yeah. It's a symbol of the two countries' rivalry and a display of brotherhood and cooperation. So it's like, we respect you, but... You don't you. try us either. Yeah, I can fuck yeah. you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so it takes place at the Tariwaga border, which is part of the Grand Trunk Road, uh, which is one of Asia's oldest and longest major roads. It's been around for 2,500 years. Damn. Yeah. So it's like an old... That road they was on right there? Yeah, so it's like an old like Silk Road type okay. situation. Like it's an old trade route that they've been like fucking riding horses on and shit for 2,000 years. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, prior to some other road, it was the only road link between. It was the only road that linked Pakistan and India up until uh, 1999. Damn, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, so if you wanted to go from India to Pakistan or Pakistan to India, you had to go through that gate. And ain't nothing happening. So that's why it's a big deal. That's why that gate's such a big deal. I guess. Kicked in your face. Uh, ceremony starts every evening immediately before sunset with a blustering parade by soldiers on both sides and ends with the perfectly coordinated lowering of the two nations' flags. One infantryman stands on attention at each side of the gate. As the sun sets, the iron gates are opened and the border are opened and the two flags are lowered simultaneously. Uh, the flags are then folded and the ceremony ends with a retreat that involves a brusque handshake between soldiers from either sides. And then, excuse me, then they close the gates. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a big like spectacle thing. So that's why everybody's there watching. Holler at like, you tomorrow. It's like tourists and shit sit there and watch. Oh, okay. Um, and any people who live there that just like to watch, I guess they're just like, you want to go watch the dance today? Like, yeah, fuck it. Every day. I don't got anything going on. Um. Hmm. Uh, in 2010, they decided that the aggressive theatric should be toned down a little bit. I guess it used to be more aggressive. Whoa. Uh, and the soldiers are specially appointed and trained for this. What it used to look like, damn. Oh, and they also have a. Oh, Ooh, this is gonna take a turn, dude. Uh, they also have a beard and mustache policy. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did. For which they're, I guess they get paid more because they're like, you have to have your beard and mustache like that. Sorry, and then they get gotta more money. Have that, gotta have that Burt Reynolds. Uh, so now we're gonna talk about the 2014 suicide attack. At the Atari Waga border. There? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So on November 2nd, 2014, approximately 60 people were killed. 110 people were injured on the Pakistan side of the border. Uh, 18 to 20-year-old guy explo uh, detonated an explosive vest right after the dance ceremony ended. 
So there was a lot of people there. Damn, I don't remember hearing about that. I mean, so, and that was, that was four years after they said, let's tone down the aggressive stuff. Hmm. Uh, and then in 2016, I guess there was an India-Pakistan military confrontation on 29 September 2016. Let me hover over this real quick. So September 2016, teams of the Indian Army commandos crossed into Pakistani territory to attack targets up to a kilometer within Pakistan. So it seems like it was more important so to tense. keep the dance and the ceremony going because yeah. they were squashing shit like fast. Like, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I got, they were probably doing the dance every day this whole time. We got to calm this shit down, dog, tense. so we can get back to the party. Yeah, it's tense as fuck. So yeah. in 2016, after all that happened, the border closing ceremony continued. Um, but on the Indian side, they didn't let people come watch anymore. Hmm. Just in case some shit went down, you know. Well, shit ain't cool again. So, there we go. Right on. I guess. That's why they do that. That's why they do it. Uh, I wonder if there's any other things. Let's do, like, weird border. Let's see some shit with Mexico. Let's look at, let's look at some border stuff. We've been talking about borders. <laughs> Used to be able to walk to fucking Russia and shit. Shit, as cold as it's been, shit, you probably walk to that motherfucker right now. Border irregular Oh, that shit got to be frozen. United States. This is what you were talking about earlier, the Northwest Angle. North, I found Northwest it, West Angle. Yeah, Northwest found it, dude. Does it, does, does it dip it up or does it dip down? Uh, I think I had it wrong. We don't know yet. Okay. Uh, Northwest Angle, known as the Angle by locals. Uh... It's a, it's a peen esclave. <laughs> <laughs> what? We in Canada. P- we on the Canada side, dog. You reading Canadian shit. P-E-N-E dash E-X-C-L-A-V-E. I think that. It's like a penne exclave or something. I think that is. Is that fucking French? Uh, so it's a, uh, it's a territory that's entirely surrounded by the territory of another entity or state. Huh? Can happen in water too. So let's see. This is really like it's a territory Ooh, that really can be surrounded by another t- territory. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here, I'll, I'm gonna show you. A, mm. a map, that's deep, dog. That's deep. Yeah. Well, it's just a piece of land that's owned by another like territory. That's in another territory. Of, so kind of like, uh, kind of like the Vatican, you know. Yeah, because Vatican's like its own country, but it's inside of another country. Uh, fucking Carter Lake, Iowa. There's fucking lakes in Omaha, but they call it Carter Lake, Iowa. Mm. Mm, same thing. Omaha Airport, also in Iowa. I- Iowa, fucking Iowa. Every time I drive to the airport and I see the Welcome to Iowa sign, I'm like, did I fuck up? Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to Omaha. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. That's a whole thing. Nothing fucking happened. That's a whole thing. Uh, I don't know. It's like a little piece of... It's a piece of Minnesota that's like in Canada. So it dips up. Yeah, well, I don't even think it dips. I think it's like totally detached. And it's just part of Minnesota for some reason. Like, you can see here. Oh, there's water. This is the Northwest. This is the Northwest angle right here. And this is Minnesota down here. How in the fuck? Or something. So it's like, this up here is the United States. That's why it's it's an exclave or whatever, because this is all Canada. 
but the United States part jumps up in there. <laughs> yeah, somebody fucked up. Yeah, there. so it's a it's a piece of the Canada border that just goes. Yeah, somebody fucked Let's up. Let's see. There. Uh, how were the Canada and U.S. borders decided? Two dudes, <laughs> two two three dudes just walking, mapping shit out. <laughs> this stuff is also boring. This is like this isn't a good podcast this week, dude. This is such boring. The Webster Ashburton Treaty of eighteen forty two. Eighteen forty two. Yeah. The, motherfuckers just started walking. The treaty the treaty awarded the United States seven twelfths of the disputed territory in Maine and New Brunswick. What the fuck does that mean? And adjusted the so what it was was a bunch of dudes in a room that were like like they were like, We want all of this and they were like, Well, we want all of this and then they were like, Well, how about we give you Seven twelfths of <laughs> this. So they figured out how much land there was, and then they figured out seven twelfths of the land, and then that's why Maine is like shaped like that, because it's seven twelfths of that land, and that's that's why it has to be all fucking weird shaped. Mm. That way, it's seven twelfths of it, and then Canada has the other five twelfths of the land. Cool, cool for that cool. territory. Yeah, I probably won't be up there. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably not. I, I ain't going up there though. No. So that's how they that's how they decided borders, I guess. If anybody wanted to know how they decide borders, bunch of imaginary fucking lines. Yeah, that's all. That don't mean shit. Yeah, fuck United States or whatever. America is fucking pretty much all Mexico at one time. It was all Mexico. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, fucking Nebraska was all the way up to what fucking Montana at one time. Nobody knew what the fuck was on the other side of the mountains. Till what? That's, that's weird, dude. It's probably so hard for them to get anything done. Like, I think about how hard it is to get stuff done now, to get people into a room and, like, figure shit out and talk about it. Like, how hard was how hard had it have been to figure out how much land seven-twelfths of... Like, somebody did have to go walk it. Yeah, yeah. Or a horse. 100%. Somebody a had mule. To like, somebody had to go out there and figure out how you much. You got to go. Yeah, you got to go. Figure out how much land it was. And it might have took your, it might have took your ass a year, two like, years. Like, now it's, it, it could be, like, two dudes in a laptop, and they get on Google Earth, and then they just draw out the outline of it and figure out how much land it is. How, they wouldn't would have to go out there now. I wonder how long it would take you to get, even from Lincoln to Omaha on horseback. Mm, I don't know. Let's see. How fast can horses? It's what a hour drive. Yeah, let's see. What is what is what is fifty miles on horseback? How long? So a week. The average horse. Three days. The average horse can travel twenty-five to forty miles in one day. So it'd probably take a, a day. A day. 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 Because Omaha's more. Omaha's more than forty miles away, though. Fifty. Fifty nine miles. Fifty nine miles. So it would take like a day and a half. Day and a half on horseback. And you're working that thing because that was like the top end of the speed. Right. That's a good horse. Yeah. You got a stag. Yeah. This this says that uh like really really like specially trained endurance horses can go. This is now. This is now. Yeah. Can go. So I don't know if they had like specially trained endurance horses uh, to the to the because now they're probably like. Measuring the horse's macro, like giving the horses like a certain amount of carbs, certain feed, and a certain amount of fat, and they're probably oh, getting. Because have you seen workhorses? They're like, yeah, the motherfuckers just swole. Things. 
Uh, anyway, I doubt like I doubt horses look like that because people were way smaller. So like everything was probably. Way I would smaller. imagine they had yeah, you know, for your for your guys that go out and hunt, you know what I yeah. mean. For the na- for the natives, they probably you know for the for their braves to go out and hunt. I mm-hmm. I, I would assume they had special horses. For yeah, that. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they had specialized horses, but I don't know if they're like quite as good as right. A specialized horse would be now, but anyways, this thing says that like a super specialized horse could go a uh, hundred miles a day for up to three days. Shit, yeah. So what kind of horse that is that? Flying, but a is normal the, the a normal Express horse. horse? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Shit. Like a normal horse, uh, twenty five to forty miles in one day. Okay, so we talking Canadian fucking border from fucking Maine to Vancouver. I don't know how many miles that is, but yeah, that you gone. You out of there. You. Yeah. you yeah, motherfuckers might have forgot about you and what you even doing before you get back with the information that you just gained. Uh, this here says it took about in like a in like a wagon with a like Oregon Trail type shit. Right. Uh, it took about a month to get all the way across Nebraska. Mm. That's just, yeah, that's just Nebraska. Seven hour drive fucked me up, man. Yeah. Long, goddamn month, shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. A month. Uh-huh. Motherfuckers. I mean, no wonder people got like to this spot and they were like, "Fuck it, I'm staying here. Like, yeah, I'm done. I ain't let's trying." Let's put up. No let's more. put up a couple towns. Pretty much how? Yeah, it's pretty much how. Well, yeah, because yeah. like, people yeah. need food and shit on the way, so got yeah, tired I mean, of being makes sense. Vagabonds and people need horizontal refreshment. Horizontal. <laughs> I gotta put that sign up on the call wall. back to the. I'm trying to figure out how to blow that sign up. Lincoln, twenty five. 25 miles horizontal refreshment (laughs) took me like three weeks maybe two weeks like i'm googling this shit like what the fuck this whole are they drinking laying down nah you come here and get get some horizontal refreshment Mm -hmm. wrap your mind around it let's see yeah so it took i guess it took like three to four months to do the whole like to get from nebraska all the way to california so if you were coming from like Virginia or something, oh, it's probably like a whole fucking year, dude. Because oh. in the winter, like yeah, those, I'm just gonna say the elements, storms, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you gotta cross rivers and what, stuff. No and shelter. Then, I mean, we all know what happens on the Oregon Trail, dude. Like your ox drowns when you try to cross the river. Played it, shit like that. Do good enough in, in math class, you can go play Oregon Trail. Yeah, or number crunchers. Yeah, but that's real shit, dude. Mm. And we're sitting there on this little shitty computer, like. Like your ox drowned, but it's like that was actually like the worst day of somebody's life, dude. Ox drowned. Like he's like my fucking ox. No, he's sitting there on the shore watching his ox drown. Then was some hardcore. Then you. Then was some hardcore motherfuckers back then, though, Doc. You had to be a hardcore motherfucker. I don't know if they knew they were hardcore motherfuckers. I think just everybody was pretty tough. Everybody, you had to be pretty tough. tough times, man. Like you couldn't, you didn't get to like, like now. You really, really could just never leave your house. Like, I don't have to leave my house for shit. Nothing. I can get food delivered. I can get groceries delivered. I can get my deodorant delivered. I can, like, everything I need, I can get delivered. Well, they say put the women and children to bed and go hunting for food. Yeah. That was that was fucking literal. Yeah. like I Literal. Get my toilet paper delivered. I have toilet paper, dude. Like, I can pay all my bills on. Like, I don't got to leave the house for shit. I literally, I could do my job from home if they would let me do that every day. Like I literally could just yeah, we never leave way. the house again. We and these motherfuckers are like, "Well, time to go 
fucking six months across the country to go to California. Eating squirrel and goddamn yeah. Like hopefully we got enough food. Hopefully none of you die. Like I don't. And yeah, then there's that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You might leave with six motherfuckers and get there with just you. Yeah. Now it's like, uh, like oh fuck, I gotta, I gotta drive fourteen hours. That fucking sucks. But back then, dude, it was like we might not make it. Like mm. some of us might not even be here. Mm. None of us. Yeah, none of us. God. Some no. of us might have to eat the Ooh. other ones. And Nebraska's still fucking pretty wide open now, today yeah. in 2024. Mm-hmm. You imagine what the fuck, what they call this, uh, a lot of, I, this used to always used to bother me when people talk about the wild, wild west. You know, like the wild, wild west wasn't California. The wild, wild west was the Midwest because, like yeah. I said, they didn't know what was on the other side of the mountains yet. Mm-hmm. The West Coast was still very lowly populated. This was the Wild Wild West. Well, they said they were sending kids to fucking school and shit with weapons because of the, the animals and shit would attack their kids and shit. I'm like, what the fuck kind of animals were in Nebraska back then? Dang, this is a good fact. These facts are kind of boring, but uh, this one, there's a guy. There's a guy who did the Oregon Trail. Well, he didn't do the Oregon Trail. Like, he crossed the country by he did the Oregon Trail like a, to like today no 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 like he like when he was a kid he did the Oregon Trail like okay. the actual covered wagon like I'm doing this uh and then when there was railroads he crossed the country by train and then cars were invented and he did it in a car and then he did it in an airplane damn yeah yeah uh this guy he's from Ohio his name's Ezra Meeker how old is that meek dude let's see uh, he made the trek a half dozen times using every available means of conveyance. That's a bad uh, in 1906. What? I'm trying to do the math here. He was 1906. He was 76 in 1906. Damn. Okay, so I'll just read it. The unusual odyssey began in 1906 when the 76-year-old jumped behind the reins of a covered wagon and retraced yeah, the steps he been still old retraced the steps of his original pioneer journey from 54 years before. Damn. So when he was 22 he did it. Damn. Uh Meeker was concerned that the legacy over the Oregon Trail is being forgotten so he made frequent stops to give lectures on its history and install homemade oh, Meeker markers. So this is I got to look this guy up. He did the Oregon Trail 54 years before this and then when he was when he was 76 he's like people don't remember this shit so he did it again and he stopped on the way and gave people history lessons about it and set up these landmarks that's a bad motherfucker man uh the trip did he do it did he do it on a wag did he do it the same way holy shit uh the trip made him a national celebrity crowds gathered to mark his arrival in major cities and he eventually piloted his wagon all the way to washington dc for a meeting with president theodore roosevelt Damn. And to be a celebrity then, like there was no there no TV. Yeah. Damn. So for it, for people to be showing up where you're just because you're coming, like that, I don't even know how they know when you're coming. Like people are like, yeah, fifty fifty four years later, hey, that's dying. long enough for some people to forget about some shit. Damn. Uh, he he did this a bunch of times, by the way. He kept doing. Uh, he went on he went on to journey the Oregon Trail several more times by wagon, train, and automobile. His final crossing came at age ninety four. We made the trip in a biplane. 
flown by famed pilot Oakley Kelly. Famed pilot. Yeah, I never heard of Oakley uh, Kelly, but pilots got trading cards. This is a bad dude, man. That's a bad motherfucker right there. He's like, I'm fucking bored, and you guys don't know what it used to be like. He's like, you 1906 whippersnappers. <laughs> so you don't understand what it was like in 1854. Damn. <clears throat> That's a bad motherfucker. I got to look this guy up, man. This is what he looked like. Exactly what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's pretty cool, man. Uh, and there are spots where I guess you can still see like wheel ruts and shit. Which, I mean, that'd be cool, but I'm not going to go. I ain't going to yeah, drive out there. Yeah, I'm not, not going to drive cool. out wherever that's. I'm cool. It. I'm cool. Yeah, it's just ruts in the ground. It's okay. Yeah, the Oregon I mean, yeah, Trail. Some of them trails, I mean, it ain't like they took a like a road or a conventional way. A lot of that shit probably no, still. Fucking... I mean, there's probably still some busted down ass wagons and shit out there. Let's see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. Some fucking bones. We still, still uh, got a few minutes. I'm gonna Google Oregon Trail. Fucking ruins. Makeshift fucking graves. And you know what I mean? Unmarked graves. You know what I mean? There's probably you know all kinds of shit still out there. I guess not. Yeah, like I figured there would still be like, yeah, fucking busted ass wagon wheels and shit laying around or something. I feel like even just our state, Nebraska, and I could be wrong, but I don't think man's laid eyes on every nook and cranny, every spot in this no. just little, just our there's state. There's just like, there's just like ruts through the mud and shit still. Like that. Where's, where's uh, that? That's an, I don't know. Oregon Trail somewhere. Yeah, I'm cool. Ain't shit out there. And then this is just like, there's no grass growing right there. Yeah. Uh, we saw it right there. Any bodies right there? So okay. I tell everybody on YouTube when they take their vacation pictures, I like all y'all shit, dog. I feel like I went with you. <laughs> I be telling motherfuckers like I'm car sick <laughs> just watching y'all. So you want me to post stuff next time I go? I'm yeah, man. Yeah, okay. so okay. we can go. Okay. I'm going to go with you. I got you. Uh, the Oregon Trail is the nation's longest graveyard. Mm. Uh, over a 25-year span, about 65,000 people died wow. on the Oregon Trail. Uh, if you evenly spaced all of the bodies, there would be a grave every 50 yards from Missouri to Oregon. Wow. Damn. I guess you paranormal people, there's a honey spot <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a honey spot for you. Uh, typhoid fever, mostly. Uh, but another big cause was falling off the wagon and getting run over. Word. That killed people a lot, too. No, yeah. shit. How high were these wagons? I mean, really, really high, dude. Yeah. Shit. They're tall, dude. The, wa- the wheels are, seen a, the um, wheels are fucking huge. I don't know if I've ever seen, like, a real yeah, wagon. Yeah. I think like a big ass. Maybe they have. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, 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 It's getting pulled yeah. by um, horses. Three yeah. to four horses. Getting pulled by a shit ton of horses or, like, or ox or something. Yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll kill you. It'll fuck you up. Well, and they were uh, they were usually in a in like a wagon trains. So there was a bunch of them. So like if you fell, you got run over yeah. by bow, the one bow, behind you. Bow, yeah. Bow, bow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn, that's, that's fucked up. Way to go. This is an FAQ about Oregon Trail wagons. Let's let's see. How much was a wagon? Two bits. Yeah. How much? Uh, Oregon was top of the line wagon. Uh, how much, dude? Oregon Trail did you wagon. just have to build your shit? Okay. Um, it's estimated that it would cost about 
a thousand dollars, like the trip, the whole thing. A thousand bucks worth of supplies and stuff. Which back then was a lot of bread back then. Quite a lot of money. Yeah. Uh a low end wagon probably cost between twenty five and thirty dollars. And a larger wagon could be about four hundred bucks. That's brave. So the ones we were looking at were like probably four hundred bucks. That's brave. The one that uh what's uh let's see. What's so let's do fourteen hundred USD in eighteen. Oh, you get a wagon now, man. I just get and I feel like this motherfucker just about to fall all Ooh. apart. Ooh. Uh so fourteen hundred dollars in I just, I just typed in eighteen hundred ish. So fourteen hundred dollars in eighteen hundred ish is about thirty five thousand bucks today. Damn. Yeah, and I mean I don't got thirty five. If someone was like, "You got to move and you need thirty five thousand dollars," and a car cost, I'd be like, grand. "All right." Uh, I don't know a Toyota, nice little Toyota, uh, Kia. Yeah, something like that. Oh, that's a Kia. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I feel like I can get the organ in a Kia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah cool. What would be you need, that you you spend it all in the car? You need gas and. Food. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Shit, you gotta feed the horses and shit, huh? Damn. Well, I mean, in the Kia, it only takes a couple, this is couple a, days. Maybe a used Kia. Yeah. You got to get a used Kia so you got enough money. Because I'd want to stay at a hotel. I'd want to, like, crash overnight at least once. I can't do that drive one shot anymore, probably. We don't need no We don't need no air conditioning. Roll the window. <laughs> 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 yeah. We're going to need the heat the closer we get. Yeah, we yeah we can make it in a used Kia. 35 grand. Yeah, we good. No, no, no. 20 for that. Let me get the change. Let's see. God damn. Uh, this article is called Messed Up Things That Actually Happened on the Oregon Trail. What we doing when we get to the mounds, though? Ah, uh, oh, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's fucked up in a car, man, let alone fucking uh, horses and shit. Let's do... Uh, let's learn about milk sickness real quick, and then we'll get out of here. Milk sickness. Yeah, this is I'm scrolling. Let's this this article's this article's called Messed Up Things That Actually Happened on the Oregon Trail. And I had to scroll to like the eleventh thing before I found one that wasn't like really, really bad. <laughs> There's worse than and, this. I mean, and for all I know, this could be pretty bad. I don't even I don't know what milk sickness <laughs> is worse than milk sickness. <laughs> like I don't know what shit. I don't know what milk sickness is. The coyotes dragging fucking uh, kids off and shit. Oh no. Oh, I said I would. Let's go, dog. Let's go. All right. So milk sickness was like, so, so like you're a mom on the Oregon Trail and you're breastfeeding. Okay. And so you got like, uh, it's the 1800s, so you're popping out kids like crazy, right? So you got you got three kids that are you know under three. You're like back to back to back. Uh, so you're you're breastfeeding a couple kids, and then you die. But your kids need milk. Okay. So then another breastfeeding mom just starts breastfeeding your kids so that they don't die. But then I guess uh I guess it's because they were drinking like milk that wasn't their mom's and it was making them sick. And then the babies would die anyway. Is the milk what why milk, why they called it milk sickness? Um, so this guy, his name is Brian Altonin. Uh, he's a medical science and public health expert. 
uh, checked out. Um, there's there's there was a disease like just killing kids, I guess, and they were like it wasn't contagious, and they couldn't figure out what was happening. Um, there was a girl named Susanna who died a month after her mother died. Her disease wasn't contagious, and but they didn't know it wasn't contagious. So they were all freaked the fuck out about right. the sick kid. Right. Um. So. Uh, so her mom died, and then the Susanna, the kid, was passed into the care of a new mother breastfeeding her own child. Uh, uh, oh. Oh, you're going to like this better. So it wasn't even... This dude found out that it wasn't even the... It wasn't a breast milk thing. Um, It was... So this, the sometimes the caregivers would opt to give the baby cow's milk instead of breastfeeding. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the cattle around there were grazing on stuff like um, poison ivy and snake root, and they were making really uh, bitter milk, uh, and it was actually making kids sick. Mm, interesting. I like that twist. Yeah. Because I was gonna say, like, especially over COVID. This seems like a lot of women were selling their breast milk, you know, and that's just expensive. Like Mm. you, you got you got an ounce of Mm. breast milk, dog. You you in the game? Yeah. So it wasn't a breast milk thing. This the first part of this article. It was the cows. The first part of this article made it sound like it was gonna be the breast milk. They're probably actually. This actually kind of right. I'm like, what? (laughs) This actually was kind of a nice twist in this article because all it said was, uh, uh, babies would be passed into the care of another nursing mother, which didn't always end well, is all is what it said. Yeah, and then it starts and yeah, and then like it starts talking it starts talking about the breast milk for a while and then it's like, but it was fucking cow milk. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm assuming they were just fucking drinking it right out of the cow. Like probably milking it. Yeah, it probably it probably wasn't pasteurized and stuff. Yeah. And then like the cow it was just like the cows they were bringing with them. So these cows right. were like Worn down and beat to shit, yeah. and they were just eating Not like producing. they were eating weeds and stuff on the side of the road. So, but still, another milk, reason milk to sickness. not drink cow's milk. Yeah, you could get milk sick from it. I, I, I completely understand. You could get. I haven't drink. I haven't really drank milk in a long time. No, I've been doing almond milk for a while. Yeah, it's it's. I could <laughs> we we need, is this is a like, whole nother show, but man, yeah, the milk is it's like so hard to like you open it to be like, I wonder if this is good or not, and you're no, like, no, never know, you're like, I kind of can't tell, and then it's, I just kind of don't like it, yeah, you don't know, growing up in Lincoln over on like between twenty first and really twentieth probably about twenty third street, it was called the uh metal gold building. And bro, the smell of this fucking shit. Anybody that grew up in Lincoln, Nebraska in the 60s, 70s, and the 80s in this part of town, like, it would knock you out. Like, if you drove by there, you had to walk by a school and shit. Like, you would try to hold your breath. I like it with cereal, though. Almond milk or real, cow's real milk. milk? Real milk, really? Yeah. Every once in a while, because I'll do cereal with almond milk, and it's fine. But every once in a while, I'll get a little, a little thing of real milk, and it's like a... I hated milk as a Cereal's kid. Cereal's like really, really, it's really good with real milk. I hated milk as a kid. I would always have to put ice in it to thin it out. I mean, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't help that my parents always bought vitamin D milk, which mm. was like 
had a fucking texture to it yeah. anyway, like yeah. it was like thicker. So I would always have to put ice in my milk. Even when I would eat milk and cookies or something, I would have to put ice in my milk, dipping my cookies in between the ice cubes and shit. But I do that with my <laughs> almond milk too. But yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. You but put uh, ice cubes in orange juice? Uh, the Sunny D I used to. Hmm. Sunny D, yeah. Because it was so thick. Sunny but no, man. But not orange juice. I can drink orange juice warm, yeah. cold, yeah. in between. I put orange. I think putting ice cubes in orange juice is weird. It's orange juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents, when uh, my parents owned a the bar, there was this lady. I won't say her name. But she was a, well, she's probably long gone by now. But she was, you know, that regular bar fly. And she had that voice. Put some ice in my beer, kid. <laughs> She would sit at that corner. Nobody would take that fucking corner seat. She would sit nice on the little gambling beer. machine, man, and she drank her beer out of uh, uh, flute glasses. She she wouldn't she wouldn't take a like a regular beer glass. It was she had to have like a wine glass or something to drink a beer out. And put her put a few ice cubes in her beer. She would drink her beer with ice. Put some ice in my beer, kid. <laughs> if I happen to be walking by or something, ice in beer. Yeah, man. She probably drank it fast though. Yeah, probably didn't get yeah, watered down. A, yeah, she was pretty regular. She yeah. was she yeah. pretty regular. She knew what she was doing. I think, uh, <laughs> matter of fact, like old school motherfuckers like used to drink like Pepto Bismol or milk. Why we on the subject of milk and uh, uh, what was the other one? Ko Pectate. Yeah. Yeah, and they would they would. I don't know if the shit is real or not. And I always was like, yeah, right, whatever. You know, you're just gonna be throwing up pink shit. <laughs> They said it would coat their stomach. So when they would go drink at night, you know what I mean? It would coat their stomach and they wouldn't, you know, get as drunk or as drunk as fast or whatever. I I always thought it was. Isn't that the point, though? Yeah, to get drunk. Like, or water. I want to get drunk cheaper. I would see a lot of the old heads back in the day. They would, they would, you know, drink water with their, with their whiskey or with their cognac or something. So to keep them from getting as drunk, I guess. And I'm like, well. Paying for a whole drink and you're only drinking like half of it. Mm-hmm. Seems think. weird. Yeah, it seems weird to me. Like, why, yeah. do I, why do I want to spend more money? Yeah, it was some old head shit. I never Keep believed it. Maybe the water thing. I don't know. I I tried that. I never tried the Pepto Bismol or the KOP or none of that bullshit. But I did. I I was doing the water thing for a while. Like when I would go to the bar or something back in my day or something, I would get like, let me get a Hennessy straight, no rocks, and a water on the side. Yeah, that's just know. a good idea. I don't know if I thought I was being cool. Yeah, because oh. ha- when you're hungover, half of it is just you're dehydrated. Right. Right. Yeah, so I was that's, that's that just a good while. idea. You're just supposed to have a couple glasses of water every once in a while. I was chasing cognac with water, though. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's better than not. Worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it worked look out at, for me. Look at you now, man. It's good. All right. Anyways, thanks for listening. Have a good week. Uh, check us out on our socials, Instagram, X, whatever. Uh, email us, alwayschillingpodcast at gmail.com. We might check that sometimes. And, yeah, tell your friends about us. Tell them to listen. Tell them to check us out. We're just a little tiny podcast that needs your help to grow. That's it. Organic growth, baby. Because mm-hmm. that's the only way we're going to do it, is you tell your friends, and then they listen to us. That's it. Anyways, think about t- think about telling your friends. Have a great week. Uh, Goodbye.